Hey, good evening, everyone. Tonight, we have Dr. Short. <laughs> and I believe he needs no introduction. Anybody that knows Dr. Short knows what he's about. He's about he's about Black people. He's about the progress of Black people. He's about um, Black people being educated on what's going on um, historically, as well as what's going on right now, and being informed of our issues. And I believe that this this conversation uh needs to happen now uh we see a lot of things going on definitely with with what happened yesterday with juneteenth we mm -hmm. see a lot of conversations that's going on with reparations and who's entitled to reparations and who's not entitled to reparations and what reparations should be based on uh, definitely a lot of uh people that are uh hijacking the, the, the reparations and hijacking black people and Dr. Shaw gives us great insight on that. And he always gives us a great perspective of what we should look for when these people um, literally are traitors to uh, be one and are very treacherous in their, in their, in their traitory or for lack of better words. What's up, Dr. Short? I'm fine in you, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad. Uh, I was able to catch you. I know that you you are one of the people that are up at night when you do a lot of your reading and um you don't you you used to have when I feel like reading. Yeah. When I used to when I used to uh, get up four thirty five in the morning and head out to work, I used to get the alert that you had did a show two three in the morning. I was like, how, how do you well, do a show I, so late? I, I I will probably start doing those. I'm looking to just I've said to people for a while. I want to wait just a little. Well, I want to go, but I. the thing is, the censorship, all this stuff is linked to the fight between white people. And so you saw that um, Hunter, or as I say, Blunder Biden, admitted to the charges uh, so they can like try to, and it's federal, so his father can pardon him, which he's going to do. Joe Biden is a completely degenerate, immoral person. So this is the way, a way to make certain that the same racist, degenerate, vulgar, nasty Joe Biden who's destroyed millions of black lives and, and pardon my language, and dumb fuck niggas voted for him. And, and he, all he's done is hurt black people his whole career uh, for practically nothing. Black men, for almost nothing, his son's smoking crack and everything, and no one's outraged. It represents a betrayal that not one black major figure has said, lock Hunter Biden's ass up. That's how much, I mean, literally, um, that's a great betrayal of all the people, all the young men, you know, when... Uh, I got an email from uh, Boston today from a young woman whose father had been thrown in jail for 16 years behind the uh, Biden laws. <laughs> and uh, that's really hurt black people. That's billion, trillions of dollars lost in income and everything behind Biden. And uh, no one can say anything when his son is walking free having done way worse, not the powdered cocaine, but the smoke, crack, rock cocaine, and nothing. That is the greatest betrayal that's happening right now. 
Not one fucking nigger in Congress. All of them are niggers, bitches, whores, fags. To not say anything when, I mean, that's a reparations point right there. We know that 80% of the crack in the country is smoked by white people. Yet blacks, men were disproportionately put in jail. We're still being harmed and destroyed by these laws. He's proud of it. Uh, he came back in, and I want to say this to all the silly-ass black women out there uh, who talk about the man shortage and what that helped fuck us up tremendously. You can't see past their vaginas or that someone taking them to Red Lobster. Uh, well, the person that you voted for who groped a young black boy's penis less than a mile from my house and the media just, you know, Man, I couldn't grope your penis and get uh, uh, support from black women. And I shouldn't. How could a racist white dude grope a black boy's thing and it not be of concern? And you know what? I know why. Because these same kind of broads let their boyfriends rape their kids, male and female. And that's part of the, the, the great major betrayal in our community is woman on male, woman on child. Uh, every black womanist and feminist is an enemy of black people. Uh, let me be clear. I'm not saying I'm opposed to equal pay and decent treatment, and all that for women, of course. But this thing we have is monstrous. And that's one thing that needs to get set straight. I'm looking at this transgenderism. I'm looking at this degenerate black lesbian bull dagger studs pushing this legislation in California and other places for kids to be mutilated. A day will come, and I'm saying this, where some of these mutilated black uh, men and women are going to go places and shoot down little stupid-ass black women with their big, ugly hats on. And we're going to ask why. It's because <laughs> you hoes lit this thing. Y'all push this thing. And for the straight black women that supposedly know better, i tell you something. Straight black women don't check gay ass black women you know what black straight men are supposed to expect to just be mean and hostile to anybody gay and you see black women tongue kissing and running the movies and shit about celebrating lesbianism and reading books and we're supposed to accept this that's a big betrayal the women that turn their backs on the family and on the children to try to be men to get glue in their hair to get tattoos on their eyeballs and on their butts and get buttless and so forth and, and talk about the man shirts. You don't see black men until recently really talked about this stuff, not on television. I mean, that movies, plays, colored girls consider suicide. What about the men I know who've been picked up for kids mm. that weren't even theirs and destroyed bench warrants over stuff they don't know anything about? Do you know that nearly happened to me when I was applying for, uh, 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 the, the Obamacare, there's a group of women here in the D.C. Uh, system that set up black men and put children and shit under their name. And if you don't check, you'll end up being, and, and with the child support is late, someone will come and jail you. Yeah. And, and, and we don't even have these goddamn discussions. <laughs> Uh, when we see these cases of women getting shot and killed brutally in the country, and it's awful, how many of them have snitched? How many of them are confidential informants? 
who lie and get lots of black men ruined and you know, and I have a pussy, so that's the ultimate alibi for most black men. That's the other betrayal is that most black men are brother fuckers. So we so, that we stab so Dr. we back backstabbing and betrayal is normative. So let me just say this and then we okay. can get into that. Fundamental problem, black people are godless, black people are wicked, black people have turned their backs on God and on our ancestors. You couldn't get a black Wall Street, a Durham, North Carolina, Bowley and all that stuff, having no rules, no absolute rights and wrongs. We've become worse than mm. white people. We're worse than the Aryan nations and the Nazis to one another. And that's because we're godless and all this bullshit, burning sage, killing chickens, tarot cards, mutilating bodies, getting a King Albert on your dick. It ain't going to save you. So there's a burning hell. And from what I can see, huge numbers of black folks are going to fry like cheap hot dogs that you got from the Asian corner store because you're godless. You don't believe in nothing. You don't stand for nothing. You don't love nobody. You don't respect nobody. You don't want to be a man if you're a man. You want to be a woman. The women want to be men. The kids want to be seniors. The seniors want to be juveniles. Mm. And that's evidence of a betrayal of God. And if you betray God, of course you'll betray other black people. You'll betray black men. You'll betray black women. You'll betray community. You'll um, you'll see an anus as a vagina. <laughs> you'll see a vagina as an anus that has babies. Okay, you'll think of a, tra a drag queen tossing their titties on the White House lawn as proof that Obama and Biden are we're enlightened leaders. Okay. So we're we're yeah, niggas need to get saved. You need to come to Jesus. I don't even care if he's white. We were better off with the white blonde L'Oreal Jesus than we are right now, running after stupid African guys, all these fools out here acting like they're divine. If you're divine, why can't your kids read? If they're divine, why can't you magically produce reparations check for all of our asses? I'll take one. If you're God, pay your cell phone bill. If you're God, seal the damn border. Clean up a fucking community. Do something with all this divinity in our damn community. And for all the people who claim they have some spirituality because they know about niggas that live in Africa, I don't care which part, Egypt, the Nile Valley, uh, the Niger Valley, the Limpopo Valley, and yet you don't know your grandparents' name. Like, I, I mm. think I was in prison, jail, D.C. jail, visiting young men the other day. And the reason a young men like me to come is because they don't know rudiments. Uh, and and, and <laughs> we got Negroes learning how to read hieroglyphics at Temple University. And you have folks who don't know their father, their mother their grandfather. How the fuck you know you're not some Nigerian illegal anchor baby? You're not going to get a reparations check. You can't even prove your, where your ass is from. If you don't know who God is, you don't know who you are. <laughs> you don't want to be a dude. You know what? I mean, that's demonic confusion. Black folks need a major spiritual revival. Everything that we've had, that we've gotten for the most part, and for all the people in the little stupid cults and all, let's just be real. The Deacons for Defense in Louisiana, started by Christians, shot more white folk defending black people 
then the nation, then the Hebrews could put all of them together. Uh, I'm sorry, those folks have mainly killed each other. I don't know how many people have been slaughtered by these different cult groups. And as much as I criticize the goddamn fake-ass black church, they don't have a history of killing people. These black cults do. Killing, molesting, lying, and bringing more confusion. So, yeah, uh, the Bible. Negroes need God. Uh, it was good enough for Frederick Douglass. It was good enough for the half million black men that fought for our freedom in the Civil War. I'm using the number half million. It's, it's really, it's, it's like three quarters of a million or more black people were involved in the Civil War uh, and the war effort for our liberation. They were people who had nothing but a Bible, even if they couldn't read it. Now we can read, won't read it, won't live it, and think from <laughs> religions of those who have African descent. The religions of the Africans that sold our asses here, going back to that shit, is a solution. Okay, <laughs> just, we, we're just really a clusterfuck, a, a circle jerk clusterfuck of, of self-deluding liars. I mean, so imagine if you're a black politician who's offered homo fare, that's money from the gays, <laughs> or sado fare. What's the word? Sado, homo, homo fare sounds better. <laughs> you're getting money from the liberals. And, and to betray black folks who are this morass of bullshit, you would go with the money. I can understand why people sell out. I understand why we have so many traitors, because when you look at the situation that we're in, shit's so bleak, it's shit. Nobody would even know if I sold everybody I mean, else out. I mean, okay. Dr. Short, the, 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 the crazy thing, and, you know, I'm I'm smiling while you're saying this stuff, but honestly, I know it's sad, but literally it's like a, it's like a set plan. If you want to, if you want to sell out your people and have access, just follow this yes. message and plan. <laughs> That's that's right. you'll be all right for you and your family. You'll sell it. Yes, out. just help you. I've had people come to me and say, Why do you care? They're they're lost, they, they're never gonna rebound from this. Uh, but you could live good. Look, I had a white man that we've completely fucked black people up, they're never gonna recover from what we've done to them. So why are you trying to stand up? We'll smash you. You could live good, you could be happy. They don't like you. <laughs> they're either going to be mad at you about what color you are. You don't sound like you're from the hood. You know, but we could work with you. Some of us, we, we know, I mean, literally I had a guy say, yes, we're bastards. We're no good. <laughs> and then to my face, he told him for another black people, but we like you. We don't like the other two black people. We don't want you, but we want him. Okay. And, uh, and I was told, and I've heard and ask other people, you're a fool. You should come with us. We've got everything. Your own people won't do anything for you. I mean, and damn. Uh, Dr. Short, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're not lying if you're looking with your eyes. That's the other thing I would say about God. You have to have some faith, some spirituality to not let the grimness of what you see uh, cause you to say, well, let me sell out. I always say to people, most people, when they get that hear about the American Revolution, you hear about this um, false tooth-wearing pedophile by the name of George Washington. He lost most battles. George Washington, I think, won three out of ten major battles. He, 
Now, he won some major ones when he did Princeton <laughs> and, of course, Yorktown with black help. Wouldn't have even gotten that shit without some black people. OK. Uh, and there's one other. Uh, otherwise, George Washington's mediocre. The general that was kicking ass was Benedict Arnold. But Benedict Arnold had a young woman, like black men, following that penis. And I thank God for mine. You thank him for yours, too. And it's good for something other than pissing. However, if you use your penis as a GPS, <laughs> you're going to end up in some strange places, although you may have fun getting there at first. Benedict Arnold let his, did, let his dick and his young woman tell him to turn the rebels. You ain't going to get paid, Benedict. You know, I'm giving you this good young coach here. I'm this good to you. I'm not good to you. Don't, I, don't you think I want to ride in a carriage? And I want to sail on a big rig ship. And you're going the revolution is going, and I will have given up my best years with my coots for a failed revolution. And I kept, you know, and I probably start that conversation when they're boning and she's like, oh, I just want to bust the nut. You can bust the nut if you sell out to the Brutus. Okay, I'll bust the yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, and, sure. and he sold out. And that's how Benedict Arnold went from being the most courageous. Do you think that the most aggressive American general in the American Revolution? For pussy and money, which is like the greatest motivating things for people to kill one another and so forth. And just so he, Benedict Arnold was like, he's probably the he's first. The plan. The, basically, Benedict Arnold. Um, he's the template, right? <laughs> yeah, well, he, he should have been a black dude. He was from the Caribbean. So Benedict Arnold could have had some black. And he was from the Caribbean. I mean, he was down there. Benedict Arnold <laughs> for pussy and for money. Sold out. He sounds like those little Panther FBI snitches, Cointel, way before it happened. Maybe he was the first. He is the template. Maybe, yeah, he was the template. Let me okay. ask you, Doctor Short. Um, do you think that a lot of black people try to think that the, the Democratic Party is uh, the party of John Brown, or they try to compare like you know that, what black people don't think Brown that do? Really, yeah. <laughs> The only thing deep in our community is pussy. <laughs> That's one thing we can all agree. Nothing, we're shallow on our, everything else. Mm. That that includes pussy, because it's not real pussy. <laughs> it's a counterfeit. So that's why, that's, that's why niggas need depends and their buttholes get all busted up. The only thing deep in our community is pussy, and half of us don't want that anymore. And then half the people are pussies wish they had dicks. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out some days. Damn. So Juneteenth. Coonteenth. Three mass shootings. Three mass shootings. Really. That 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 have been reported. Uh, right? Illinois, uh, Milwaukee, and uh St. Louis. So mm -hmm. all together, what? About uh, about uh eleven or so shot in in St. Louis or more. Uh what about twenty shot in uh, Illinois? Uh, Illinois, and six shot, six or seven shot in Milwaukee. That's Coonteenth, and there was some shootings before then. Well, they so had a, they had a June a Juneteenth celebration on the White House lawn. <laughs> well, it may as well be because you know why. The entire speaking of treason, Malcolm X. Either in 1964 or 65, 
Uh, I think the message to the grassroots in one of those speeches denounced the Leadership Council for Civil Rights, which is now called the Leadership Council for Civil and Human Rights. Um, the main groups in the uh, LC, uh, LCCHR is LGBTQ. And in order to be a part of the civil rights establishment, you have to form allegiance to the rainbow. So the NAACP, the uh, Greek letter organizations, if you're Omega, if you're a Kappa, if you're Alpha, if you're a Sigma, if you're an AKA, if you are a, a Delta, I should say a Dyke coat hanger, um, if you're any of those things, your organization, your leadership is partnered with the people bringing the illegals in, uh, sexually mutilating the kids and pushing for sodomite rights over black people. This is why there's no pushback anywhere when you're looking how these things happen. So Juneteenth will become a um, an LGBTQ um, event. It will. Black folks are not going to, should I say, the grassroots black folks will say no. But the uh, leadership, the ones that people look up to, um, the, the ones that we look up to, the Maxine Waters, who is a gay rights advocate. Yes, I, I'd be advocating for gay rights if I look like her, too, assuming that men had given up at her age. Um, the CBC, all of them, all your black churches, everything. Go and look at Leadership Council for, for, uh, Leadership Council for Civil and Human Rights, and you'll see all of their partners. So the this, gay, gay and lesbian activist alliance, the Human Rights Campaign, all of those groups are under authority of 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 uh, American Jew Jewry, which are partners with all the gay stuff through the Reform uh, Reform Jewish congregations. That everything that you consider is leadership for us are traitors. Let, let me. Ask. That includes the churches, the National Congress of Black Churches, just the black church. If you want it, if niggas did to the black church what crackers have done to Bud Light, we'd be on our way to a major moral revival in this country. Not one nigger preacher should have enough money to buy a tank of gas for their big ass cars. If these people went broke a month from today, we would be on our way. We we subsidize our race suicide. We are subsidizing our genocide. We every day betray ourselves. I may go to church rarely, you know, my mother's in, but otherwise I stay home. Uh, well, people have no business supporting any of these denominations. I'm waiting on tenterhooks for the uh, African Methodist Episcopal Church to ordain openly gay ministers and bishops so that church can go down. But it means all the other Methodist churches are gonna, they're gonna become gay affirmed. They already are, a lot of the Baptist churches in order to get money and contracts from the cities across the country, the black churches are for spying on returning citizens, for supporting illegals, and for supporting uh, the sodomite pedophile agenda. Literally, our, our people have been complete. I, I'm telling you, 
<laughs> until until the day comes where a group of black folks go in with bats and beat and kick the asses of some pastors, some politicians, uh, for someone's car to get set on fire. I mean, we do this shit just generically because we're having a bad day, right? If we were to do something like that for a purpose, we came and we knocked a window off your church because you're a punk ass preacher, you're a fag, you know, and people said we're gonna you're not gonna be able to do business here. A lot of folks would then sit down, want to talk to black folks. So what can we do to keep from being run out of business? The problem is good black people um want to save everyone and we have a respectability issue. Do you know there are a lot of folks? who are supposedly important black folks who I'm certain can't stand me. And I don't even have a big platform, anything. They're terrified of what will happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to get bigger. I'm not going any fucking where, right? Anytime I survive like my health crisis last year, I meant to be here, right? I'm genuinely meant to be here. So, I know I saw some people at the Congressional Black Caucus. Michael Eric Dyson looked at me like I owed him $500. He was so angry he couldn't speak to me. He was just like, it was Wait, funny. Let me ask you, Dr. Short, like for for the younger the younger people, when did that shift change in the so-called civil rights movement where they, the betrayal happened and... The betrayal's always been here. Mm. <laughs> Look, when they began manumitting blacks, and this is really, well, there are a range of issues. The betrayal goes, it depends on where you want to be. The betrayal is happening. It happened, damn, let me try to do this because our shit is really complex. There was a betrayal here in the North America where different groups of uh, Aboriginal, indigenous people hated each other and were willing to partner with whites to kill off other groups of people here. And there was a slave trade. Most people don't know that there was a slave trade between the Indians and white people. Okay, so there was a betrayal here that somebody from somewhere else was called the same way we embraced tethers and shit like that silly bitch from the Virgin Islands is talking about she wants Trump shot. You're not even oh. from here. How many black people are going to get hurt off that dumb Caribbean bitch running her mouth? Okay, go down the Virgin Islands. And in fact, if you so got so much smoke, how come that bitch didn't have any smoke for what Jeffrey Epstein was doing to black girls from the Virgin Islands? You ain't heard that bitch say nothing, have you? You mad at Trump. That's something real local happening on your island where you're from. Okay, and just that kind of shit. But look, so you had an Indian slave trade. You had the mulatto-type English people, okay? Because understand, this is why I don't like Pan-Africanists, um, because Pan-Africanists are liars, and they're backstabbers too, all of them. You show me a Pan-Africanist, and let me be clear, a non-reciprocative Pan-Africanist is always a delusional liar. They can't not be. I'm a reciprocal Pan-Africanist. I'm for you if you're for me. If you're not for me, fuck you. I won't hurt you. I don't wish anything for you, but get your damn hand out my pocket. You know, come out my pocket, get your hand off my plate. Their thing is they want their hand in their pocket, their hand on our plate, 
and fuck us. I can't work with that. The Pan-Africans say, tell you how glorious Africa is. And the glorious of Africa, you heard about those folks that went and murdered all the kids in school and Uganda, killed all, just butchered girl, boys and girls. That's Africa. That's the shit that these lying Pan-Africanists won't tell you. So anyway, in England, the little Moors, whatever, mixed people who were running England and Europe, because those were ruling black families, um, they sold out. And what ended up happening is when they had the little civil war in England and they decided to get rid of the uh, black people in charge, or however that is, a huge number of people who had been black or, or of, of African descent that were in England, Ireland, and Scotland, right, and Wales, were sold into slavery here in the Americas as well. So there's a betrayal over there. And then, of course, the, the regular shit, you know, the uh, <laughs> 419 scammer, uh, scammer Africans selling one another to white people and liars like Malefia Sante. And there are a whole bunch of so-called Pan-Africanists, elders and shit who lie and say Africans didn't sell anyone. If you'll butcher 50 school children, just why wouldn't you sell someone a few hundred years ago when that was common practice? So they're liars and um, they're liars. And unlike, which is why I hated the movie Stud King, I used to volunteer for the embassy of Benin before it became cool, before there was a damn movie. Some, and I'm talking about 20 plus years ago. It's amazing some of the stuff you do in your life before folks are interested. And why was the people from Benin, the government of Benin, that was going on tours to apologize for their role in killing, murdering, and enslaving and shipping us over here? They said so, and you have dumb fuck Malefia Sante <laughs> and all these other people who call themselves African scholars uh, saying that no Africans saw anybody. People says we did. And, and, the, and people, so the reason and, our country is yeah. fucked up and backwards is we've been cursed for what we did to one another. The, and the we lead. get all these liar Pan-Africanists that said every single solitary African was kidnapped and taken by white people. And, and yet you go to Africa, you see the big ass castles. Well, who built the fucking castle? You really think white people came to swampy ass coastal Africa full of malaria and diseases to build castles? When their asses couldn't even survive in the climate until like after, say, 1910, when they had treatments for yellow fever and malaria, white folk couldn't even handle being in Africa and tropical part. This is why white folks in places like Kenya, South Africa in particular, on the uh, Western Cape, that's not far from the Arctic Circle. So you have a different sort of weather in Cape Town than what you would have in Mpongalanga in South Africa because you've got malaria and shit like that. These white folks went to Namibia. There were some people there. But a lot, most of Africa, I mean, Sub-Saharan Africa, you know, or nigger Africa, because the ones in North Africa were so busy fucking white holes and shit from the Caucasus reach until they bleached their asses out of existence. So they're like nasty Arabs who don't know who the hell they are. The part of Africa that, you know, the darker Negroes are from, they can't stand one another. White people didn't have a big presence there. Uh, not initially, not until they invented drugs that could deal with the parasitic diseases and, and other stuff. It's just a fact. 
right? So where were white people in Africa? So they won't say white people did everything. White folks were in a couple of places. They were in Algeria in large numbers, over a million there, over a million in Southern Africa, up to like four or five million there, right? Maybe a million and a half in Algeria. You had like 150,000 to 200,000 in Kenya, right? Between Mozambique, Angola, Guinea-Bissau, and Cape Verde, maybe you had a half million, okay, white settlers in the Portuguese Africa, right? And the Belgians had like upwards of a million in the Congo. All right, so you put all that together and it's, it's not 10 million white people. There was out of at least 120, 150 <laughs> Africans were overwhelmingly the you you can't go in and kick people's asses in such small numbers. Well, so in South Africa they did, and Kenya kind of right. And, oh, I left out Namibia, but you know these numbers were small. The armies that went through Africa that conquered Africa weren't that big. They had, you know, better weapons. They just mow motherfuckers down with machine guns and shit. And all these people screaming about those um, Asogi, I mean, what's her name? Um, uh, Viola, Viola Davis. Uh, the, the, what was the okay, name yeah, of the Yeah, she's You know, it, it's funny. It's funny that you said that. It's how many people caped for this movie and said, oh, it's a good movie. And it is a good movie. And all that. And, and because he, it championed covertly, it was promoting lesbianism and LGBTQ. And let me say something to you, because we're having another war in our community. I'm going to just deal with it. We have a lot of fake liar, ideological Satanists, people who want black, <clears throat> black folks into voodoo and Santeria and all this shit. And they'll tell you just how wonderful all these African religions are and just how perfect. And those are your real gods. And those real fucking gods were the gods, the people who sold our asses. That's number one. Number two, pagan gods. I mean, I'm not trying to bullshit you. Let me see if I got my two books here. Uh, since people want to talk all this shit, this is why I don't like fake liar black folks we have to walk on eggshells because niggas are crippled emotionally and intellectually and spiritually this is one book I, I hold up i hope please get your hands on a copy male daughters female husbands gender and sex in the african society afi amadumi you had lgbtq with those old African gods that all these fake conscious woke niggas are telling you to get with. That's why you don't see any of those woke conscious people protesting them pushing pedophilia and sodomy in school. Okay. Because they're friends. Okay. And one more. Boy wives and female husbands. You didn't know that they had you had LGBTQ on steroids in pagan Africa. Sure you did. Sure you did. And and it's part of those old nasty religions. And the reason I'm saying this is that the same folks who are saying they hate the King James Bible and they hate all this stuff. And you know, they'll point to the sisters and shit in church, all this shit's true. But we know that shit's wrong. In church, you may do it, 
make good music and shit, make money off them, don't have to pay them. If you overlook them, you know, <laughs> you know, playing buck buck with each other in the choir room and in the, the robe room. But um, there is an effort to destroy our culture of FBA. Uh, the, the foundation of our culture in this country, whether uh, people like it or not, is the Christian faith. Whether you practice it, you've been Christianized. And these people don't have shit to replace it with, but hate it. And they anything is better than that, including witchcraft, Luciferianism, all of that. So there is a movement to promote Satanism as really black, as Black Lives Matter was promoting witchcraft and Satanism. And you can just Google or go into YouTube. It's a big thing among black women who worship the devil. And that's why I see all this killing and murder and all this kind of stuff. These and abortion is, is straight out of uh, out of um, pagan times to murder children for uh, for personal advancement and me, for self-aggrandizement. Let me say this and I, it could come in. So there is a cultural, spiritual betrayal by a lot of folks who have kente and they have African names and shit and white women and white men. And a lot of times, you know, are they spiritual? When they say that, you often suspect they're personalized. These people who hate the tradition of our FBA culture and they want to have um, this Luciferian thing under the guise of it being black or African. And so our culture, our community is being destroyed within by a metaphysical group of terrorists and traitors. And that's the other thing. So we're getting it on all sides, everywhere. And for example, if you get, these folks will get up, in fact, I'll say this, for folks that are Islamists, will tell you Islam is black people's religion. And yet, when did, you've got Arabs, and Muslims selling black people, several hundred of them just drowned in the Mediterranean. You heard about the ship? The, that's the Islamic slave trade of black people going on right now. Not a fucking speck of protest from any of your black American Islamic groups or anybody anywhere else. What's happening in Libya? You see people being beaten to death in Morocco. If you haven't seen the video, I'll send it to you. It's all this stuff saying, hey, people don't like us. There are millions of black people being starved to death right now in Yemen. Mm. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. It just, I mean, they're being butchered and murdered again in Darfur right now being raped and all this stuff is happening and it's based on color right and it's interesting you can get a black christian like me i talk about racism white racism all day in the church you get negroes and they get into these little stupid dumb fuck religions that their grandparents went into and they're so proud that they're not in church they lie between their fucking teeth for these stupid ass cults and bullshit religions that they've gone into that are worse than the no good collard green chicken bone eating nigger preacher that they used to be with. Let me bad let me music. I mean, the music that they go to is worse. Their family system's no better. I have family that's full of Muslims. They're the biggest jailbirds. In fact, they should just give them like a 
as, when they're young, when they're born, give them a jail playhouse so they know what they're going to be when they grow up. So they can like lock themselves in when they're young because that's the way this shit's going to go. That's what that Islam has done for my family. <laughs> Let me ask you, Dr. Short. I need you to explain to people because a lot of times they think that 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 Garvey was for FBA. I think I think a lot of people don't understand. Explain, it's, explain it's, what he was really mixed. about. Marcus Garvey was for Marcus Garvey. And Marcus Garvey, you have to understand, um, they're good things. Oh, wow. Oh, it's messy. Because <laughs> once you once see, I don't want to talk about Garvey because that's when you get into Caribbeans and that's a no, whole see, the, the, another the, the another thing, sure is... let's let's just deal with okay. this. Marcus Garvey made a lot of people feel good. I guess like crack and white pussy, the range of things. And because it makes people feel good, you know, <laughs> you can't say much about white pussy, even if black militants <laughs> right. <laughs> so Marcus Garvey had a great thing going, but it was only great because he's in the United States. The only place in the world where he could have even pulled that off is among uh the only pan-African population in the world is us. Everybody else is exceedingly tribalistic and so uh, toxically nationalistic until they don't work. The only place where folks would take you on face value when you're not white is here. And so he was able to come here and uh, get a large movement. And by the way, even Garvey, although he practiced some occultic shit, and that's the beginning of this occultic stuff really getting big in our community because there's a thing called new thought. New thought is a cultic strain that comes from white Luciferians and Satanists. It's also in the church now, word of faith, name it, claim it, all the bullshit you see, Joel Osteen and other phonies, including TD fakes. Um, yeah, I meant it. These people aren't really teaching the, like the real Bible because the Bible doesn't say, "Oh, I just ask for shit and I'm gonna get it." Like God, some big punk ass Santa Claus that wants to get with me so I get whatever I want because you know they've got like some pedophile lust for me, right? That's that's not the relationship that that exists if people are going by the book. Um, so Garvey used. A lot of people think all his stuff is black. A lot of what you think is Garveyism is Garvey spray painting white Luciferian New Thought people who were anti-black. He got went to white races and refashioned it as his philosophy. I'm just saying. So a lot of Garveyism is has no black roots at all. It has roots in racist white Satanists. <laughs> His close relationship <laughs> with the KKK. Uh, well, the, but there, look, we deal with the KKK every day because we're in America. So I'm not mad at Garvey for that. I I'm not trying to zero Garvey out. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have my grandfather. My family what? lives in D.C. I I exist because my great grandfather was a Garveyite, and their asses had to get out of Georgia and they came to D.C. because the shit that they were on. 
Garvey, for the true people that follow Garvey and for the really good things that Garvey was for, there's goodness in the idea of being proud about being black. But if he thought that they were going to let him set up an empire in Africa right after they had fought a war and killed 20 million of each other over Africa, that's mm. fucking insane. Mm. So let me let me ask you. Dr. So um, uh, hold on, let, let me finish. So Garvey had some good things, but you didn't even vet your ships, and that's the Caribbean. I just think, I mean, I can just buy a boat, and white folks won't fight me, right? <laughs> I mean, these people who come to beautiful, wonderful America, you say how racist it is, and you didn't have somebody check out the boats. You didn't have any security system in place. And the people who did Garvey in, they'll talk about the light-skinned, high-yellow, blue people, yeah, Du Bois, but the people who really fucked Garvey up were Caribbean sellouts. They were the worst ones that took him down. And part of what hurt the Garveyite movement was that a lot of folks couldn't see past a little teeny tiny rinky-dink island that they come from that they don't want to go back to. <laughs> so I hate where I'm from, and I hate you for being here, and I can't work for you because I hate from where I came from, but I had to come to where you are. In fact, that's why you can't get Black people in Great Britain and in other places to work together better because folks are talking about they have a little flag somewhere and I eat a different sort of fish from you. Well, we use more pepper sauce than you do. I mean, small um, pissing contest divisions and shit, which is very real. If I decide to not like you because you eat the small uh, Julie mangoes versus the big ones, or you got Calypso, I'm reggae, or I do soca or whatever, or you've got obia, I've got shango, whatever. It's basically variances of the same shit. They came over here with this schismatic shit, and proof of the schismatic shit is how you've got millions of them here in this country, and they work against us, even if you accept them. And, <laughs> and they'll tell you when the hand is out, they black like you, and when they get it, I'm a Jamaican, or I'm uh, from Barbuda, or I'm from St. Kitts. I'm not what you are, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that people have to be exactly what I am, but bastard, you're getting shit based on who I am. Mm. So um, there were some things, there's a, a conversation, I don't fully understand it, but some of the FBA people, someone that was FBA was murdered by the Garvey people because there were struggles within this larger Garvey movement. There's always one. And I guess the Caribbean's off a black American the same way that the Caribbeans and the Nation of Islam helped kill Malcolm. <laughs> I'm just saying it, re it really did happen. Uh, no, no, that, that, was a, that, was, that, was a, that was a dream. That didn't it's happen. It's the same way a Caribbean uh, helped get rid of Adam Clayton Powell. Uh, Rangel is, is Puerto Rican. He's not a black American. Uh, at the same way Kamala Harris may be brown, but she's not a black American. These people have come here and gotten over. It's our fault. We don't like who we are, so we're hoping everybody will like us. You'll find that the black identity of a black person that hates their own guts 
it's very similar to a sodomite or homosexual or gay. Gays want everybody to be gay so they'll be okay. Black folks want everybody to be black. They want the fucking comment flying in the space to be black. So if everybody's black, I won't be black uh, and ugly alone. If everybody were black, if, if, uh, <laughs> Damn, if the White House were painted black, I would feel good. There would be role models. <laughs> if the Ku Klux Klan wore black robes, we would have more dignity, right? Fuck all that. And we're never going to get there. All this external shit. If you don't like yourself, you're never going to, and no one else will like you. So Garvey's movement did make people feel good about being black, but it put everything focused towards Africa, which that's a betrayal of sorts. Because, and I'm saying that because our heritage is more complex than everybody come here in the fucking slave ship. Trust me, when I, I tell anyone the story, the first time when I was really thinking about this, it must have been about 10, 12 years old, sat down with my grandfather and I said to my grandfather, granddaddy, tell me about the slaves in the family. Tell me about the people in Africa we're from. What about this? What about that? And my grandfather's looking at me like I've lost my mind. And I'm like, granddaddy, come on. I mean, you were around. Didn't you ever hear about slavery? Didn't you? Didn't someone come? And my grandfather says, son, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know anything about any slavery, son. I can tell you about some Indians. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, my mother was an Indian. My grandmother was an Indian. And I was like, I'm thinking, my grandfather, what an asshole. Why, why won't he tell me? Because, look, I've never been ashamed of it. Unlike nine-tenths of black folks who hate their own guts, that's why we're suicidal, and that's why we're pieces of shit, because we hate ourselves, and we want everybody else to love us. So we think if we treat everybody better than we treat one another, somehow shit's going to change. I mean, it's a recipe for genocide on steroids. My grandfather was being honest with me. My grandfather, half of my family, so on my mother's side, they are Indian. They've always been here. I mean, this, I go back and try. I mean, I could not, I haven't been able to find. I'm talking about three, three, four years into it. I couldn't, I actually, I did. I found one person, my great, great, great grandmother was sold from Baltimore to New Orleans about 1845. I don't know if they kidnapped, I don't know what the hell happened because she got back. Well, I do know my grandfather named Nicholas Gassaway went across the country to work in the gold rush in San Francisco. And I think he used that money to buy my grandmother out and marry her. By the way, my grandma was very light skinned. She lived to be about 113. She died in Philadelphia in, 18, in 1938. And she was born in like about 18, 1826 or something like that. You, you, so, you get what I'm, so she lived a long time. But even that person wasn't a slave for more than four years. That's the best. Sla that's the only slave shit I could find. So I, I look. And, I and I went out there. I accepted that they were jet black, like this phone here, and they pick cotton, whatever. That's my people. That's who I am. I don't have that on one 
whole side of my family. In fact, I need to do some specialty research because I found one of my grandfathers who's free in 1776, mm. meaning uh, before the American Revolution, I, the folks on my mom's side, they weren't slaves. Damn. I, mean, I, I know maybe somebody, but do you realize when you start saying 300 years ago, because, you know, I lived in Tennessee. There were niggas that just got out the cotton fields, late 70s, early 80s. That's absolutely so not. In fact, I can send you. I've got a copy of my phone. I think I have a copy in this phone. I have a copy of a title deed that my grandfather got some land back from his cousins, right? That it was land that my family owned before 18, before 1800, that there's a piece of land. Before 1800, these people owned property, right? Uh, and I'm not tripping off that. I'm only saying to you that this is a, a fact. And I, I'm not trying to like be rude or look down at anybody and not understand the whole high yellow shit. I, I don't like it. I, I do the best I can. I've never been for colorism. Uh, although some of these people were lighter. I, I'm sorry. And and I experienced a little bit. My great aunt called me a nigger monkey because mm -hmm. I don't look like my brother who has a different nose. I have a bigger nose, bigger lips, bigger eyes. Uh, certain people in my family have, like, you have those slanted you know, rice eater eyes. I don't have those. I look like a West African, and I'm happy with that. But my heritage is somewhat African, of which I look like I'm cool. I've been all over Africa. I can't wait to get somebody to go back. But I also have roots here, and there's nobody like us anywhere else in the world but here bingo so, so bingo. if i say to you my ancestors if they're uh delawares and piscataway and cherokee and 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 powtan right and blackfoot and seminole i mean these are some of the people um that i'm not rejecting africa okay because i've got folks at a house uh Antica and and uh, either Kosa or Zulu coloreds. Okay, that's I'm happy with that, but that's only part. And no people give up their birthright to land. See, little broke ass niggas from the islands where there's not enough space. I can understand why they'd be looking at Africa when you're on like, you know, something surrounded by water. Okay, you want more space, which is why their asses travel because there's nothing for them to do on little broke ass islands. I'm not mad at them. The last time the Caribbean had something really working viably for them was when they were <laughs> cutting sugar. When slavery ended, that basically ended the uh, economic significance of the Caribbean with the uh, notable exception of oil uh, for, for, uh, for uh, Trinidad and Tobago, and to a lesser degree, um, strategic stuff like, uh, like Puerto Rico has bases, but Cuba, Guantanamo. Other than that, the Caribbean, excuse me, 
they don't even want to stay there. I mean, people who spend their life trying to get the hell off. Those are basically uh, tropical versions of Alcatraz with lots of black people in it. That people are miserable, would love to leave. Haiti, um, Haiti does have, uh, I'm sorry, it has iridium and they're stealing their shit. Um, so well, other than that- reparations uh, to France still. Well, no, they finished. <laughs> they finally finished for their they independence. Finished, but you know what, they should have never paid it. And actually, if the Haitians had not wanted to pay it, had they hooked up uh, and partnered with Black Americans, pressure could have been put on France. Uh, they're too proud to ask, and that's fine because they forget you once you help them. So uh, no people give up land. No people give up space. The Pan-Africanists and the other liars say, oh, everything in America is so terrible. Let's just scratch all this last 500 years and go back to Africa. And the dumb fuck liars, all of them, the dumb fuck liar Pan-Africanist, uh, when they talk this shit, when African governments are selling tens of millions of acres of land to white countries, to Arab countries, to Asian countries, there will be no fucking vacant land for you to start all over again. And they will charge you more than they charge the white governments. Because if you've ever dealt with Africans, they demand more from you than they will from whites or Asians. If you go to Africa, you better have a lot of money to start all over again. And it's not that African people are bad or anything like that. Just know <laughs> that they don't. Africans don't mind what you look like. They want to know what can you do, what can you produce, what can you make. And you basically start from zero. And if you go to Africa broke, you'll really start from zero. Now, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's so wonderful. You listen to drumming and you can eat traditional African food and all this kind of shit. But in reality, um, if you grew up in a modern city, you don't want to live in the bush where once it gets dark, everything is really black. If you've been in rural Africa with the shit, with the no lights and shit, it's real black. You can see the stars and shit. You can almost see Jesus in the sky. It's so black. Blow the candle out, huh? I mean, that's, I mean, uh, today I, I had an African experience. I went to the bathroom to shit and I just sat down and it was cold. I hit the ceramic. I hadn't put the other plastic seat down. And I says, damn, I feel like I'm in Africa. Cause when you go to Africa, the Africans save money. They don't normally buy the plastic soft cover thing. They sit on the damn ceramic or they sit, sit oh, they stand over it. They don't even sit on it. I'm talking about that's Africa, man. You go places and you go to the bathroom and they don't even have water. You just sit on the ceramic thing. Uh, no, you don't sit because there are flies and stuff. I was afraid to fly. A horse flies could go up my ass. So, I mean, it was really a nightmare taking a shit in Africa. If you're not oh. in a really developed place, I mean, really, I'm not picking in Africa. The power and shit goes off. You need a damn generator. Uh, you may need to have something to get your water done. Uh there's a lot of crime and shit. Don't go in the wrong place. Your ass will disappear. I'm saying this African cities. Look, Kampala in Uganda. I remember when Uganda had 10 million people. Uganda's got 50 million now. That means his population's increased 500 times since I was a kid. Five times the population's wow. increased. 
I mean, are you following me? So Africa's filling up. These Pan-Africanists, their vision of Africa is that bullshit stuff written by the spy. Alex Hale is a fucking spy. Say that again, shit. Alex Haley is a fucking spy and a crook. And I always say to people, Alex Haley in particular, um, Alex Haley betrayed everybody that trusted him. And I always give a hats off to my, my cousin, my aunt cousin, Thelma Short Doswell, the mother of black genealogy in this country. She's the one that gave him credibility to do his work. And once he got big uh, and he stole from her, he never acknowledged nothing. Mm. Alex Haley had my cousin do all of his genealogical work and he never, ever bothered to collect it. Roots is not based on his family history. Alex Haley's a liar. Alex Haley was in naval intelligence. He spied on Malcolm X. He probably even helped folk know when to shoot Malcolm. Uh, we have, he's a sellout. He's always was. When I met Alex Haley the one time, I had my middle finger up to him. There's a picture somewhere in the house. I mean, fuck Alex Haley. But a lot of niggas like the man was still a good story. No. And we're the same way, like uh, for Black Panther. <laughs> if it's bullshit and it's a lie, anybody that's taking the time to study, that's not the little... Because you know what? People hate being black so much. Every opportunity to be high... To, to, to escape from reality and feel good. It's the only thing that matters, just having good times and just white folk treat us so bad, we should just be high and just carefree for forever. I mean, this little crippled, dumb fuck way of going through life. And that's what they're gonna do with Coonteenth. Instead of people really learning or studying or researching or repenting to God for being fuck ups for the last 60 years, it's a day to shoot to get high, man. To I'm a to, roll. I'm, to, I'm rolling to, a blunt for to, Mother Africa on June to, to wear the to wear the Pan African colors during. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm gonna get high for Juneteenth. This is my freedom. Fuck you, master. I'm gonna smoke this whole thing of GMO weed that's gonna give me cancer in ten years. We like we like the uh, people. People accept the story, no matter how bad the damage. Well, no, is. because no, we we want lies. I mean, all of us do. The women lie about paternity of children. <laughs> Men lie about sexuality. <laughs> Folks lie about their religious beliefs. We we lie to ourselves as much as white people lie on us. It seems like we should cut out the middleman and stop self-deceiving. So the betrayal goes all the way back mm. and it rolls forward. And uh, colorism is a type of betrayal. Religious sectarianism is a kind of betrayal. Uh, let me just tell you my sectarian story of choice is when I applied to go to Howard for my doctorate, they wouldn't take me in the history department because my family's Pentecostal by background. This is after completing a degree at Harvard and University of Virginia, which are superior schools to Howard. I'm just saying that, uh, fake-ass Howard people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my religious orientation. I mean, what about my transcript? And why did you go to the divinity school? I don't want to fucking do any religion. I, I don't like religion that much. I mean, I can barely stand the religion I'm in. I mean, why don't I want to spend more money reading about religion, about some punk ass, Nazi ass German going to tell me God doesn't exist? How, but, oh, how, yeah. how did Dr. Short, this Dr. Short, <laughs> 
succeed in Howard because I know you were like the outlier back then. Even even now, like you're but anybody I, mean, I know that went to Howard is just caught up in the hype, except you. The Howard people. Well, I grew up on Howard's campus. Okay. I'm sort of like an actress kid in a famous family where people are famous. You've seen all this shit. Okay, I know the president of the school is uh, fucking his chauffeur. Okay, stuff like this. <laughs> people can't impress me. I dare someone say something to me and tell someone, right? Trust me, you know, my mother couldn't get a promotion when I was at. She worked at Howard because, you know, I would write for the school paper and I would expose people and folk would get mad. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't like fake bushy niggas. I don't like any of them. And, and someone has to say to them, fuck you for the people. Okay, we need to give them a, a double half peace sign to the people who betray us. In fact, the HBCUs are a betrayal. The HBCUs are part of the problem. I'm not saying the education of the committed teachers there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the philosophy. Like Howard is finally shedding this uh, Caribbean uh, president from Trinidad that hated Black Americans. How do you get a person from another country that hates Black people's guts and you make him head of a school where at least a significant number of the students are Black? And just things like this that I've experienced. I mean, the, the HBCUs are full of shit. They steal money. They're bashed into promoting uh, this Greco-Roman homoerotic Greek letter bullshit that Negroes are on. And yes, they do suck dicks and munch carpet and all that shit to cross over. You guys are liars. <laughs> and and I, I can just remember when there was an AIDS epidemic among Omega sci-fi in the middle 80s at Howard. And mm. y'all didn't get it from pussy. Okay. Mm. And y'all deliberately spread it to the young women and shit, right? To pass yourselves off the street. Yeah, I said it. Okay. <laughs> when you come up, I mean, when you grow up at Howard and you know this kind of stuff, um, these people, you know, so some people are cool. Some people are like other people are like fake niggas. You know, my father and mother, you know, my dad's a chaplain. So you meet Negroes who go to Howard. Their parents realize like they fuck their kids up, trying to raise them as brown, white people. They get so scared, so to punish their kids, to make them black, they send them to Howard. And some dudes, I mean, the first time in life they had, no, no, the first time dudes ever had a real erection that sustained looking at sisters at Howard and shit, man, this is, man, it's been up eight hours, man, it won't go down since I've been here, right? <laughs> then you have other people who are around so many black people that want to commit suicide, they have to drop out. So <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, this is real, real. Well, shit, I've met people. They couldn't handle being around so many black people. It either either made them total holes. Wow. Well, you know, you know, dude, every time you see an ass, I'm building me a home. <laughs> I'm building me. Right now, you see the Negro spirits looking at all those sexy-ass women. Um, and then other people seeing so many black people, you know, used to being the only person. Uh, other folks, you know, who, um, I don't know, if they were uh, like at one point at Howard, you know, folk were trying to be black. So all the light skinned people cutting their hair off and shit. So you can't see the kind of green hair they have. So you can like make friends. How come your hair is always short? You don't want know you have like long hair and shit. I mean, and th then, you know, with the 80s again, the, uh, the, the Greek letter thing, the Greeks and the Masons are, are traitors to the boule. I mean, it's just scum. It will always be scum. It's trash. 
And um, as long as people in our community uh, look at, at what appears to be success without being critical, then we're damned. Uh, again, the church is a betrayal. Um, the church is about spiritual renewal, but as well, it is for economic, political, and social liberation of people as best can be done uh, with compliance to the teachings of, of the Bible. And so <laughs> you got these churches with literally, I mean, the praise dancers in church are nastier than the folks in the strip club. And they seem happier too. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, all this shit that's passing for religion, you know, it's, it's a betrayal. This everywhere you look. So we can get into specific cases like the sorry ass, have a nice day, or actually the smiling Mr. Yuck. Remember Mr. Mr. Yuck is me, Mr. Yuck. Okay, that's Adams, Eric Adams. He's Mr. Yuck. He's mayor of New York. You've got this dude, um, Johnson. He looks like, uh, what's this broad's name? Barbara Jordan with the beard on. He has the same fucked up retard special education glasses too. I don't know where he must have like taken the shit out of her casket and put them on. Uh, you got Karen Bass, the little Uncle Fester looking broad who only likes to screw Taco John type people or Taco Suave dudes. Um, and man, if you saw how bad her teeth was, I'd go to Congress too because they get real good dental plan when you get on the hill. Because her teeth, man, I'm telling you, um, Wally Gator, remember Wally Gator? His teeth were better than, than Karen Bass's. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> shit off of me at BJ. I'd be afraid if I'd get it back if it slid up in it to like cut it off. Dr. Short, so for, dark, the, man. For, the, for the person that's not in the know and what knows what really be going on, they may be like, well, these people, you know, these organizations, they really help black people. You know, they feed us. They How? When? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, forgive me. For the stupid ass people out there that believe that, you, I don't know how many audience, I don't know if your audience has 10 people. Okay, but let's just be straight with each other. Um, the Congressional Black Caucus was with Bill Clinton when he did welfare reform that basically cut, so they don't even fight for welfare and shit. And they don't fight for Section 8 for black people anymore. And Bill Clinton left in 2000. So for the last 23 years, they have been fuck ups. That means so they're not even doing welfare and shit. Not for us. Okay. And the real nice little book here uh, that you can get by a professor that used to be at Howard and he got tired. Uh, Dr. Smith, Dr. Robert C. Smith, we have no leaders. Get yourself a copy. The only real legislation that the Congressional Black Caucus has gotten in, say, the last <laughs> 50 years is a Humphrey Hawkins full employment bill. And are we fully employed? No. So that's basically like thinking that the crack stem, if you get enough crack stems, then you put in one big pipe that you'll get a high. You really don't. That's why it's called a crack stem. I used to live with a crackhead. Anyway. Well, 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 they, well, they voted for President Biden. They got their school loans taken care of. They got their No, no, no. What we got was we had to do flash his titties on the lawn in front of kids. <laughs> We had illegals getting guaranteed incomes and money and everything. Yeah, and DC, in New York. Yeah, yeah, and they have every, and they have it here in DC, and they're cutting all the social services 
for the blacks in D.C. to give it to the illegals. Sure, they are cutting back the programs for the young men in the prisons that that have been abandoned, victims of uh, Biden's law. Um, we've gotten Asia hate bills, multiple Jew hate bills. Everybody, everybody's got something but us. What we have is a bunch of ugly, deviant black Democrats who will lie and kill and steal to get patted on the ass by white people who hate our guts. That's what we have on steroids. We have nothing. We will get nothing. And by the way, when Trump had his platinum plan, whether it was real or not, if Biden had not known, in fact, let me just say a betrayal. I used to have it. I got a text message from Alveda King, niece of uh, Martin Luther King. And it was a, a it was a, a a confidential letter that the Greek letter organizations of Atlanta, the Boule, sent to Joe Biden in the summer of 2020, promising their full support of the Biden administration for nothing in return. Okay, um, if you're a Greek, you're a fuck up. You're a traitor to your own people. If I have a church, my church is bigger. I'm not going to serve communion to people that are Greek letter, not in my church. Go somewhere else, go to a church, get one of your little Satanists to give you some communion. You can't be aligned with another God and then want to get communion from mine. In fact, uh, that's why a lot of those niggas are dying. If you take communion unworthily, according to Corinthians, where it talks about communion, people die. That's why a lot of niggas in church are sick. They're masons serving Baphomet and all that. And you're going to come to church too. You know, you can't two-time God. You can have a side piece on a wife or a husband, but you can't do it with God. Negroes haven't figured that out too. And Negroes also try to do that where they can be uh, pro-black and be a black white supremacist Inter at the same time. And, all and everything. It's always two of everything. So the Bible says a double-minded so man is unstable in all of his ways. We're very unstable people. So we're we're Short, stark raving mad. For the for the people that live in New York and DC that voted for President Biden. They, they, got, them, they, got, they got them worried about what's going on in Florida instead of what's going on in their their own backyard. No, no, they, this thing was happening in New York. They're being driven out. And in DC, we're catching hell. And now there's fights between these uh, Mexicans and other people. In fact, within the last two months. One of my cousins got beaten half to death. Two Mexicans tried to rob him in Germantown, uh, almost killed him. Mm. Doesn't even know. They just attacked him. They thought they could rob him. They're black women disappearing all over the country in greater numbers. You don't think these men that they don't know aren't grabbing little girls and women. They're going to rape and kill them. And you know what? Like on the subway car where the black man's girlfriend got punched in the face and her earring ripped off her ear. And the black man in self-defense of his woman stabbed the dude. He's in jail. They gave the white dude who choked the black man who did nothing to anybody seven million dollars. Where the fuck are the feminists? Where are all the blacks? There's nowhere because they're not saying shit. The black people that supported Biden know that they're liars. They know that they're frauds. They know that they're coons. They will roll them out when election time comes and they'll tell us that Biden's the best thing that ever happened. They'll talk about Juneteenth. Less than two uh, evils. <laughs> well, no, I mean, to me, if someone asked me 
Do you want me to slap you in the face or do you want to get your head blown off? <laughs> For you to say getting your head blown off is the equivalent of being slapped in the face is crazy. Um, black folks are stupid. And in particular, I'm going to say it, black women are stupid. Black women are out of order, completely out of order. Uh, I don't know what's in fact, I know it's driving them. They're being they're, they're with the devil. Um, their children, the ones who don't have men in the home, they're the ones going to jail. They're the ones doing mm -hmm. the mass shootings. They're the ones uh, committing suicide. They're the ones out here gangbanging and smashing stuff. The women who've made all these bastards with the sorry ass dudes that they didn't want to marry because they didn't want anyone in authority in their house so they could live as a man and a woman at the same time. This is what you get. And the reason that they love Biden, Biden is a simp. Biden is a predator. A lot of these women don't mind having predator boyfriends because they can always whip out and call the police. You touch my child when they get mad. <laughs> but when they're happy, they don't say, well, he wouldn't do that to you. Don't you lie on him. You jealous of me having something. <laughs> right. I've seen so many mothers who let men screw their kids until it didn't convenience them. Then all of a sudden they get upset and start talking about how <laughs> I, I, he was a, he touched my children when she's mad at him. But when she like him, you know, go ahead. I, I need a break. My my kids can handle it. Right. That that's that that is a big part of what's happening in our country. I blame both the male and female predators. Um my, 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 my. And uh yeah, Eric Adams is trash. All of these people are trash. Well, they, and well, we're trash say, if we accept it, if we don't fight this Biden, shit. Biden is the reason why, um, unfortunately, they may not realize that Biden is the reason why their men are locked up because he didn't sign every they don't, they last don't, 40 years. They don't care. They don't care. And they don't care. The kids they raise, they don't care. The men that they, they share with other women don't care. So you have a culture where it's all about pleasure and bullshit and negligence. This is what's going on. I wish it weren't so. I want things to be like the Cosby show. I'd like for Bill Cosby to be like the Bill Cosby show in real life. That's what we want. But we've got to deal with where we are. We have a huge number of black people that are human wreckage. And then we have black folks like my distant cousin, unfortunately, Frank Lucas, the biggest drug deal of all times in New York is from down in North Carolina, not far from Wilson. It's, oh, damn. See, it's in our families, too. We have to start being honest when we have a fucked up cousin or a fucked up aunt or a fucked up brother and sister. And we have to distance ourselves from them, right? People that are trash in our family that are never going to get right. And the only way we've got to deal with that, uh, I'm not happy, trust me, I'm angry as hell about what I see. I would really love to wake up one day and nine out of 10 children and their mother and their father, then just 10% are bastards because they could be absorbed by, the, uh, <laughs> by, by that 90% that, um, our women are not not like rape dart boards. You know, you throw darts, everybody, <laughs> everything is. I mean, sisters have been raped about 50 times before they're 10 years old. Everybody's raped them, including their mother's girlfriends. Or the boys being raped by everybody. That um, 
people, you know, every new drug that comes out, you know, there are people that fentanyl's not going to fuck me up. Man, fentanyl, that, that nigga was weak. That's why he overdosed. Let me tell you, they bring some fentanyl up in here, I'm going to use that shit. And it's on sale, too. Shit, I'm going to take my fucking this shit. I'm going to put that in my Coke. I'm going to put it in my reefer. I'm going to put it on my fucking Fruit Loops, motherfucker. No, don't try to tell me about no goddamn drugs. Don't you tell me about no damn drugs, because I've been using it. I've been out here. I've been out here fentanyl. That's That's hype. Yeah, I and I those white, don't let those white people look. If you took that COVID shot, I, I can take fentanyl, okay? So we even now, cause that shit was risky. I see motherfuckers dropping dead fast all day. So I'm just right. Look, oh. I mean, so I mean, I know. I look two blocks from my house. All the junkies are still out here. I mean, the area is being gentrified. We have dog grooming stuff. We've got an Alamo sit down theater. Uh, we've got a Kraken for pickleball and skating and bowling and shit. This whole area is just, and these junkie niggas are still hanging on, man. In fact, that, you know, in the McDonald's, a nigga get on the um, self-serve Coke thing. And... <laughs> I, had a, I had a guy, I had a guy. I was and, and you know crazy. what, and, and so you know what, you know, he's saying, you know what, um, And he'd be having junkie at your shit. You know, my veins are hungry, man. You got a couple of dollars, man. <laughs> you know, and, and and it's like, and and you know, I don't want to see people that it's like, God, what can you do? And, you know, you can't employ or house them and they don't want to change. And it seems like the more white folk move in, the more of them get dogs, the more gay flags, the more drugs and shit niggas use. Man, if I just keep snorting cocaine. All white people gonna go away. That's my belief. I mean, I just one day I'm gonna snort just the right amount with the right straw or right spoon, and all the gentrification gonna go away. And there'll be ghetto and shit with roaches and rats like it used to be, y'all. Man, my, I want my life. <laughs> and and this is this seems to be how people are coping. If we get deeper into drugs and alcohol and more aberrant sex, you know, I've never fucked a pit bull in the ass before. But a lot of people be walking with them, and dogs seem really nice. But white people, <laughs> right? Well, you know, white people do it. Must be okay. They run the world. And, and I love, I love that when white people do something oh. deviant. Black people have to do it. Man, we can't. The white people be the only ones fucking pit bulls. <laughs> we were the ones that had the pit bulls out. They just start getting those, and they moved around us. Well, shoot, if they go fucking pit bull, well, we gonna get ours first. I'm gonna get a black pit bull. No, I'm gonna get a white one. Because I'm not going to judge a dog on the content of the color of his fur. Oh, yes. You know, and, and you get this this behavior. I just, I mean, I I'm smiling, but I, I had a guy I, at the gas station ask me for $2. I said, $2. I said, brother, don't take this the wrong way. I said, I don't even, people, people still ask for $2. I said, I, I, Mm. You know, I had to deal when I was staying on campus at Howard. <clears throat> one of the bums would always block the Chinese place that you go to. People at Howard know it's called China Wonder. And one day I recall being very broke. I think in the world I had about eight dollars or seven dollars. Right. And I'm trying to get something to eat. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I mean, this <laughs> is. And tell him, this is, excuse me, 
you need to stop farting. Could you get in front, get out in front of the door, please? Excuse me, sir. I'm hungry. <laughs> sir. I said, you know what? Hmm. I went and got my food. I was so mad because I, that that nigga, she sounded like Long John Silver. He has so much change in his pocket and shit. What do you mean you don't have no money? <laughs> you can barely walk. You got so much fucking change, right? <laughs> ching, ching. I mean, you sound like a bus, a busted, uh, like a walking cash register. So you know what I did? I went out and I said to him, I'm sick of seeing your ass. And I need money. And you got way more than I do. <laughs> and I'm like working shit and I don't have anything. Yeah, I'm collecting cans and shit. You know what? I want your job. And you know what? I'm cleaner, more presentable, more urbane and sophisticated. I'm going to beg here as long as you do. I'm going to take this corner from your ass <laughs> because you make me so fucking sick seeing you out here. So I stood out there, started begging for money and shit. I think I got a 20. Says, don't give to him. He's he, he won't. St- I, I only come out here one day a week. I start saying shit to make people like you. <laughs> that nigga had a fucking meltdown and shit. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's like, you know, tell I'm trying to put him out of business. I'm a struggling student. I'm a, you, your money is well invested in me. I just want, I go into China, one of those people know me, say I wave the people, let's see, they know me. They don't know him because his ass, I don't know, he's got money anyway. So I just said all this shit to people. He was you know mad you planted your flag there. Yeah, he, he, he stopped. He, he disappeared because I'm going to run your ass out. I'm going to beg every time I see you, I will get money in front of you, I'll block you. Motherfucker, you know I didn't have any money. I'm just trying to eat. I don't have it. And, and this shit's an annoyance. You're an annoyance. So let me annoy you. Let me say this shit must be fun begging people for money and shit that you didn't earn. <laughs> and when people ask me how much a 10 or a 20 would do, because I don't have change, these people start giving me money and shit in front of that, bro- that broke ass motherfucker. He was so angry, he stormed off. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you fuck, definitely fuck came you. In, you, fuck you. you. I said, you yes. You destroyed his hustle. This is, this is fuck you. I said to fuck you too. And I got thirty dollars. You didn't get shit. This is my fucking corner. And he left. Okay, right. And and the other thing is, when you want people to not ask you for shit, whenever they ask you, just tell them I'm on that EBT man. Which and I loved it. I I had it. I'm trying to get that shit again. It's wonderful, man. It's like having Groupon. Everybody should have this shit. It's with the Biden inflation. I wish the whole world had an EBT card. Because, you know, when you look at shit, say, I'm not going to buy that. That ground beef is like, what, $10? <laughs> but when you have an EBT card, how much is that? Oh, oh I'll get it. Thanks, I get it. taxpayers. I get it. it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. Oh, man, the scallops, <laughs> mussels. Go to the seafood section. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'd like to have the sea bass about 10 pounds. <laughs> you even got people mad because they can't get crab legs now. Yes, I know. Yes. Stone like, crab and like, get well, a big, big bag of tiger shrimp. I said that was the last bag, so I just got it. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And and when you pull out near the card and say charge it, <laughs> motherfuckers get so mad. Uh, and that's why the haters fuck with you, so you can't get the devil shit with the EBT card. That's well, the only was, fuck up at Costco because you be trying to get the chickens and shit. No, you got to pay from the motherfucker. When, when I worked real in the money. supermarket, right, Doctor Short, they had a mm. policy where mm. if you used the card, you couldn't get your your crab legs steamed. You had to get them frozen. <laughs> Yes, because yeah, you can't go to the devil. Yeah, that's to punish you. That's the same thing for the Costco. For the Costco, I used to say, 
well, you need to ask them how they paying. I said, I'm not asking no customers how they paying. They ask mm-hmm. for something. I'm going to wrap it up, steam it, and give it to them <laughs> the way they do. And they pay up there. I said, I'm not asking them that. I work at a register. But they really got store policies where. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's like the Costco chicken. They don't want people on welfare getting those. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you you could get like a five hundred dollars worth of shit with the EBT, but you'd have to pay for the damn chicken. <laughs> well, well, sir, you that's fifteen dollars. <laughs> so no, but no, <laughs> I love that. Uh, I hope I get that shit back. Everybody needs it. In fact, in other countries, they give people a subsidy for food. Uh, that's the thing I liked about Gaddafi. Uh, for all the issues in Libya, they did make certain that everybody got food. This is the only country that throws 60% of its food in the trash. Mm. And then it's like, um, it's interesting. If you are in one of these programs, they will give you food that's removed from the store shelf that you couldn't afford for free. You, why is it that you can give it away to certain institutions, primarily white control? But you have a problem with people having EBT cards. Who cares, really? In particular, people are buying fruits and vegetables. Who gives a damn, frankly? Yeah. In fact, yeah. wouldn't that yeah. be nice? All the fucking taxes and shit we pay to go to Ukraine and everywhere else, right? And, I mean, you mean I can't get a bag of grapes and shit up in here? <laughs> we yeah. fucking built this country. This is our damn land as an Indian. I can't get... In fact, this EBT car should be part of, of reparations that all of us get like $500 a piece of just so we just so we can fucking eat right because our health is all screwed up. But now, yeah, I'm just, telling you, if my EBT card had a hole in it, I'd probably be a parent because I mean, I'd be riding that thing like I love it so much. We probably have like about eight sets of triplets. Yeah, they just announced the White House just announced that it was an accounting a error and they gave Ukraine more money than they said they did. Bullshit. They're giving Ukraine money because that shit's falling apart. They're trying to bleed Russia to death. You know, Slavs are nothing but European niggas because they're part Asian, so they're not white enough. So they don't mind Slavs killing each other. And the dumbass Slavs or the Nazis hate black people's guts. They should be hating the white people who are sending the shit over there to kill for them to kill each other. But, you know, that's too much like, right? Now, let's go back to black leadership. Hmm. So, Doctor. By the way, ask people. They have any questions? Are y'all having a good time? Uh, are they having a good time? Ask how many people are out there? Ten, twelve, five, yeah. six. Ten, ten officially, but I'm quite sure it's some others that haven't logged into their YouTube account, which which I understand because sometimes that censorship could be real uh, tricky and dangerous. Let me mm-hmm. let me ask you. Actually, you mean YouTube? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Let me ask you. Um, you were at the reparations rally, which was an excellent rally. Right. Where, where are we going with this now? Like, <laughs> Well, um, you need to ask the organizers. I just went and spoke. I gave whatever suggestions I had to the coordinators. If it's used, praise God. If it's not used, it's on them. Um, these things require, one, God like all the people smoking dope at the uh, rally, that sends the wrong picture for people to be zooted at a very important event. I mean, like I said, everything is an opportunity to get high 
and the screw and, and, and never, hey, let's take a few minutes. How can we get out of the hole that we're in? So um, nothing will work without God's blessing. And uh, if we don't have God's blessing and we don't want God and we don't have nuclear weapons, we're not unified, we're not demographically in the majority at any place in the country, and so forth and so forth. If we didn't have supernatural intervention, if we're willing to throw that in the toilet and wipe our ass and flush it, we're damned. So that's where we're going. Without God, nothing. Without a sense of respect and reciprocity, or without a sense of brotherhood, sisterhood, manhood, womanhood, familyhood, right? And without a sense of righteousness, then where do we get the moral ethical compass to go up against this beast? And it can't just be a few people that are angry. Hmm? This has, and, and it has to be a critical mass. Uh, reparations isn't really the problem. The problem is our relationship with the most high God and with one another. It's a horizontal and vertical problem that we seem to refuse to address. So I don't know, I guess for now, this is going to be a way for certain people to keep their names out there. It's going to be a way for people to have meetings and for people to have very productive conversations, I hope, and networking and feel good that at least, yes, we got together. But the reparations rally was not a march on Washington. I believe there were about 5,000 of more people there, I hope. Uh, it's good. Um, but we don't necessarily need, I'm not against them, but we don't need demonstrations that would be wonderful if we just did some like boycotts. If somebody would have shut the Satan's ass down in Florida, it would be wonderful. Why why can't we punish a corporation? Uh, right? Why can't we make a school system teach what we want them to teach? At least one. Damn. <laughs> why why can't we? I mean, we can. So Right now, if you don't want the most high, you don't really want it. That's why I ask people, if you want it, you can get it. Do you want it? Uh, I would say to people, we have family reunions. Have you ever been to a family reunion and certain folks didn't want to speak to other people there? They don't want, okay, y'all got your fucking way. You made me come to the family reunion. I'm not talking to these niggas. I don't know them. They don't matter to me. I didn't grow up with them, so we're going to stay at our picnic table. Please don't speak to us. As long as we're antisocial and we hate one another more than we hate anything that we're facing that's trying to destroy us, then we're collectively fucked. I'd love for it to be different. Trust me, I'm not speaking. I'm very optimistic, but I believe that greater suffering and punishment and disappointment and more deaths will have to hit us to purchase of some of the hard-headed ass people that aren't going to get on code. And we don't need everybody. The idea uh, that we need this absolute unity is a lie. As I told, I say to everyone, the only thing that wants to be united with shit is flies. And I don't have any wings. Okay. I, I, I don't, if you're full of shit, I'm not for you. I should not have to embrace the trans agenda to get some help for reparations. I should not have to support pedophilia. I shouldn't have to fight for illegals to be preferred over my people for us to get redressed. 
I shouldn't have to deny my Aboriginal heritage, nor my African heritage, nor my Afro-European heritage for it, right? I shouldn't have to be lip-lock with toxic stud feminist pork chops. Um, I shouldn't have to support abortion, which is race suicide, in order to get some 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 support for reparations. Okay, we could get this if we wanted it. The thing is, is that again, we don't want God. We hate God. We and we hate one another, and we have to work that out. Everything that I'm describing to you is a manifestation of the people who are having what I would call metaphysical fatigue, where they ha they are confused at which way they want to move spiritually. And you see, if you move with God, you're going up. You're <laughs> moving down. Okay. And so if you just look at the news of more heinous murders, men killing pregnant women all over the country, I've seen about 15 murders of pregnant women. It, it's horrific. I mean, you know, this stuff just over and over again. This is proof that we're losing our souls. And in fact, mm. that is part of the strategy is to destroy us spiritually. That's what the voodoo does with the zombie is to destroy the spirit of the person, make them into the perfect slave. Uh, so the dope that's here, the illegals, the abortion, the homo stuff, the stud stuff, the feminism, the push for atheism and pedophilia, all this stuff is to gut us from within. White people don't mind us being here. They mind us having souls, a will, minds of our own. They want to destroy that so they can have complete control. They, you see, there are two types of white haters. You have a white supremacist who, as long as I'm in charge, I don't mind black people. And you have a white racist who just wants all black people obliterated. I can't abide anyone black. Just the thought of a black person on the planet existing drives them nuts. Um, most people are supremacist. The racists are the few that will go out and do the mass shootings. Although the racists and the supremacists are like Siamese twins, right? Mm. <laughs> it's like a feminist and a womanist. They both eat pussy. Just one may be on a white woman, one will be on a black woman. Okay, that's how I feel about that shit. I, I'm for women's rights, but separate from any alien group of women who hate our guts. Feminism is white female supremacy. Womanism is black women's knockoff of white female supremacy. Ultimately, both of them hate black men's guts. And uh, for killing black babies. <laughs> And destroying the black family. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we need patriarchy to come back. Long live patriarchy. Patriarchy is good. <laughs> That's something else. When we get patriarchy back in our community, and I mean, I'm not talking about just any old sorry dude that has a super soaker in his drawers. I'm talking about a dude that's going to be a husband and a father as well as do his duty in bed. You know, he understands it's his civic duty to bang the booty. And we're talking about the on the front side, not on the back, <laughs> unless she, she wants. And some people, 
some people want to play pogo stick with their man. Uh, who am I to judge? Just hmm. all right. So, Doctor Short, before we close out, I know that <laughs> you had started a GoFundMe, uh, a GoFundMe, and I'm, I apologize we didn't get to it until the, towards the end of the show. You had started uh, the GoFundMe for. I can't even but read it. This the Black American, the Black American Constitutional Political Action Committee. Okay. It's a group that I have, and it's several of us. Uh, we've got a couple of projects: one in Mississippi, one in Florida and Georgia. I'm looking to develop one here in D.C. where we'll be going after the school system. But the Black American Political, uh, Black American Constitutional Political Action Committee has a goal to be a clearinghouse as well as a place to work with black groups across the country to do public relations, fundraising, uh, economic programs, thrust, as well as fight for justice. And it would be tailored to whichever community, whichever group of people were willing to work with us. In the case of Mississippi, we're working on an innocence project to help fight against human trafficking. A sister that's in Georgia that's doing something in the states of Florida and Georgia is to raise awareness to people who've been put in jail for long periods of time without a trial. And there are other people that we're working with. Um, our goal is to be what the NAACP and SCLC and these other things have not been and both and we're interested in culture, we're interested in commerce, we're interested in uh, civil society, all of it, as well as uh, we want to create a way for people to become leaders and to replace, to bring about a regime change in our community. Uh, Jesse Jackass and the other people need to go home, they need to retire. The great news is that big, uh, morbidly obese, uh, a mastodon, Reverend Barbecue of North Carolina, just announced that he's going to retire. That was my prayer. I've been praying, even in my fellowship, that God make his ass step down or at least sit down. I think his knees would thank us for just having to carry that much bulk. Um, he's retiring. We need all of these people that said they're to quit. And so we're looking to have the means to, one, put an agenda before both parties as well as become the nightmare of bad black leadership. Can you imagine if uh, I had a pub, well, we do, we have a public relations arm. If we were funded, that we could be doing news on or doing news spots across the country, attacking certain people. Uh, and one of our projects again is attacking the cover Slurple. Uh, I want Oprah Winfrey, that stud is mine. <laughs> you know, I, I want to take down Oprah this year we need to punish the, the cover slurple needs to fail. It needs to be boycotted. To me, uh, the worst thing that could happen right now with so many missing girls, so much gender dysphoria, so much teen suicide and confusion and STDs is to put out a movie that glorifies incest, pedophilia, and lesbianism. It's just, it sends all the wrong messages. And I'm wondering if they've updated to make Shug's boyfriend screw Mister, so basically, first... so, the, so the guys can get them too. So y'all, y'all can y'all can play buck buck, and, and we we can play crunch and munch. The first you movie know. put the coffin in it, put us in the coffin. They want to throw the dirt on us now. The second, it, well, movie. no, they want to pour concrete. 
<laughs> okay, and so Oprah, I mean, she's an, she's pubic enemy number one. She is uh, king pork chop stud feminist of all times. And someone needs to tell her, fuck her and her billions of dollars. She'll always be nothing but a, a weave-wearing blowfish embarrassment to Black women. I don't care how many of them think she's successful. Um, money ain't everything. And as the Bible says, what does it profit a stud? to gain the world and lose her soul and have her people hate her. Think about it, Oprah. Wake the hell up, fool. And yes, they do watch these videos, y'all. That's why I talk just like I do. And proof of that is when you see certain people and they know your face and they're just shaking, you know. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, and I'm just telling you, like one of the founders, one of the presidents of the Congressional Black Caucus saw me and almost had a nervous breakdown at the presidential prayer breakfast. Bitch, you know I'm talking about you. <laughs> You you were so mad to see me. It was killing you. Um, <laughs> these people live in mortal fear that black people won't sell out, won't become coons, won't be betrayers of the majority of the people, and will come after them. Uh, and, which is and, why, then, and, and then we'll attack the black people and say they're Trump supporters or they're well, shit, I am a Trump just... supporter, especially <laughs> if they hate it. I mean, I love just the thought that there's someone they hate as much as Trump makes me love Trump because it drives him nuts, especially all the little feminists. The feminists hate Trump. If feminists hate it, it must be good because they only hate men. They hate Trump for being a man. And um, the way that they're charging Trump for crimes he didn't commit, he's basically the first black president. Obama must be white because he did a lot of crooked ass criminal shit and he never got in any trouble for it. So he must really be white. Trump is way more black than Obama. And in every way, I mean, the different baby mothers, the garish clothes, all this kind of stuff. He's more, I mean, Donald Trump is like Don King, except he's white. And I mean, kids are the wild, the kids are the greedy taking stuff. That sounds more like, you know, a black person. So um, even though he's white, I prefer Trump to Biden. The only person I think that has any hope is Robert Kennedy Jr. I hope they don't shoot his ass like they killed the other two people in his family. And, uh, you know, um, and Pence, come on. Mm -hmm. yeah, and the state. And this Satan and Chris Christie, who looks like um, uh, a trans man, Lucy from Peanuts. Look at him. He looks like Lucy. I mean, he does. Charlie <laughs> Brown. I mean, he looks Charlie Brown. He looks like Lucy. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, we we should all agree with what Dr. Short is saying. Um, you know, uh, Robert Kennedy has a very, very good uphill battle. This is going to be very interesting. Who? Uh, Robert Kennedy. Yeah, but I hope so. You know, Jess, we need something to shake this country up, and we need something that will shake up um, the people. By the way, for folks who don't like GoFundMe, which my GoFundMe is up there, you can see that my name, uh, dollar sign Dr. Randy Short, is a cash app. Uh, D-R-R-E-N-D-Y-S-H-O-R-T or wrandyshort at gmail.com is a PayPal or N or Zelle. That's two accounts there. So if you want to bless me, do that. Share this video. Join this channel. 
I think some people subscribed today. I saw some yeah, they, subscribers. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Yes, no, because yeah, <laughs> so we, if you do this, no people, yeah, people we, will show we, up. We doing we doing something exclusively for uh, Doctor Short because a lot of times, like I said, with censorship, it's a it's a tricky animal dealing oh, with these people. And um, unfortunately, I've been somebody who I would I will humbly say that um, Doctor Short has been instrumental in my growth and definitely the last few years and. He's always sending everybody that supports him. He's always sending everybody articles, books to read, YouTube channels. And he's everything that he's saying, he's literally telling us where to find it. And he's a very informative and he's he's showing us that, you know, some of the things that we see is a mirage and really understand what's going on and, and how we're being fooled. A lot of us are being fooled and it's right before our eyes and, this is why Dr. Short is one of the people I can honestly say is foremost in exposing the traitors and their treachery. And um, mm. how they have. And can I add this before I go? Yes. And oh my God. <laughs> See, this light makes it look this is cool. <laughs> look, let me just say this to you. Um, one thing I want to blame all the Pan-Africanists. Hey, how you doing, Trump supporter? <laughs> As Donald Trump would say, thank you so much, BB. You're so beautiful. I know that there's some African-American support out there for me. You know you built look, this country. <laughs> look at how look at how they railroaded me like I'm a Black Panther that shot a cop on the street. I just, I can't believe Biden, he's the worst, most corrupt thing. His son... He's a junkie. He's a freak. My kids couldn't do this stuff. Please, when you go back to the hood, let people know that when I become your president again, any chains or manacles still on your wrist that Lincoln didn't take off, I'm going to get a torch if I have to do it myself and get the links off. <laughs> but you got to come out and vote. They may try to steal it, but you know, if we all come together, we can get that piece of shit out of the White House. I told everybody how rough it would be. It's up to you. But thank you so much. Bless you, brother. What you I'm going to get your toupee the next time I come so you can have some hair like I do. Uh, anyway, but anyway, <laughs> so, Uganda. How come none of the oh. Pan-Africanists are speaking up for Uganda being targeted to be forced to be LGBTQ? Where, the, where are all of these people? Uganda, where's the Congressional Black Caucus? What about their rule of law and sovereignty? You know why? Because all these people are for LGBTQ and they're forcing it on Africa. What you don't know is the country of Mozambique, which is right on the northeast side, of, uh, north, northeast of South Africa. Their whole country to get U.S. money has gone pro-gay. So now they're promoting gayness. And yet in Uganda... Uganda has the youngest population in the world of any country. Most of the people are under the age of 15, if you understand what that means. And when you're younger, the younger people are the more likely they are to be sexually promiscuous because they're stupid. Uganda was decimated by AIDS. It's a miracle that that country has rebounded from what people thought it was going to have a negative birth rate that is rebounded. These uh, America and England and all these countries have had a meeting 
where they want to faggotize Africa and black people on a global basis. And you know what? The Boule, the CBC, the black churches, nobody's talking about the fact that they're trying to make all of us gay so we'll get diseases and die off. And the silence is deafening. This is the reason I talk about those bitches with the disrespect I have. Uh, Donald Trump wasn't bearing down on gay folks. Donald Trump did a lot of stuff for gay people, but I'm just telling you, uh, as I told one of uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s friends, that he can't outfag Biden and, and Obama. He, he needs to take a different direction to say, hey, we need to back up off of this, you know, depends and busted assholes things. We need to do something new, right? And my, my rule of thumb is that you can't legislate an asshole into a pussy. I don't care how hard you try, just like you can't be God's giving. So let me stop there. If you can, drop me a piece. We need your help. And I want to say to you, we have a book called uh, uh, the, the West Onslaught Against Uganda. I've written a foreword. It's a book that's forthcoming. It's going to be printed by Backpack, our publishing arm, Harless Media. It's coming. So there will be a book soon to talk about all the filth and trash that they're trying to do to Africa. And if they can do it there, if they can kill blacks there, they'll kill them everywhere. Let me stop. With that, you guys remember like, share, subscribe, share this, share this broadcast. Definitely let uh, everybody know. Send me the link. On. Oh no, it's it's <laughs> no the numbers. Any channel I go on, the numbers go up. <laughs> With that, that's that's a fact. With that, everybody take care. Hold on one second, and have a great and prosperous night. Right.